You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. It's not another Buffalo podcast. The bi-weekly show hosted by three of the most underqualified sports personalities this side of the canal. With John. That guy who dropped the ball is the reason the Kardashians are famous Kardashians because... Are famous. Ha! Yeah, no, that's Mike Vrabel, a Stanley Steamer carpet cleaner, dude. You know, he'll steam over some of the shittiest carpets you've ever seen. And Brando. Talking bills with your family could be like talking politics sometimes if Tremaine Edmonds' contract comes into discussion. On Buffalo Rumblings. All right, welcome back to a Victory Monday Woo-hoo. here on Not Another Buffalo Podcast. Uh, Wednesday when this episode comes out, of course. I'm here with Pat and Brando. You can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast, uh, part of the Buffalo Rumblings Podcast Network extravaganza. So, uh, how are we feeling? Big exhale or? Uh... No, I mean, I'm, feel- I'm feeling all right, you know. A win's a win's a win. And sometimes, you know, they don't like to make it easy on us, but here we are talking about next week. So, at least, at least we didn't fumble on a quarterback sneak on the one-yard line and lose the game yes. because of it. Yes. Yes. Well, Brandon, <laughs> I know you were the one who were who was coaching us up not to look past this week. Yes, you and know. you were right, but uh, not quite in in taking your own advice when it comes to uh, Brando's bets. So uh, devastating. Is that a uh, devastating? devastating? Yeah. Devastating. Yeah. I don't, I, did anybody anticipate this to happen? No, I don't know, but it was brutal financially. What if anybody got the bills in minus three? They're probably getting them. At like minus 700 odds at one point. <laughs> right. So my best bet came when they were down 20 to 24. And I was like, they're not going to lose this game. And I, I think I got them at minus 200 or minus 250. I think it paid out like 12 bucks. So I lost a lot. That's, but good. that's, that's, uh, good. that's bail, bailing out a rowboat with a tin can. I'll take the uh, win though. Right. I'll take. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like the Titanic here at this point. So. <laughs> Um, illustrious liner going down, but I, I'll trade that for the win. So I'm cool with that, but it was funny. I ran into one of my third grade students at the game on Sunday. And at, when I had seen him first, it was like, well, I don't even know what it would be. Uh, 17, nothing or 17, three. And I was like, Oh man, you're not, you know, you're getting a nice comfy game here so far. And you don't have to worry about, you, know, you got a, a breeze, right? You don't have to be stressed. And I'm going to talk to him tomorrow and I'll be like, welcome. Welcome to Bill's Mafia. You got your heart tested on your first game ever. You got your, uh, you know, nothing's easy here. And, and I mean, it's a playoff game. We shouldn't have thought it was going to be easy. I told you guys that, but Josh made it look hard at times. I don't know. Are you guys nervous about that? It, it was an interesting, oh, it's an interesting afternoon. The whole mood of the stadium shifted very quickly. So I don't know about you. Did you do you have that same sort of shift, John, or yes. are you robotic in your belief that we were going to win? Um, I never felt like we were going to lose, and they were they were actually talking about this on GR a little bit. Like, when's the last time you actually felt like the Bills were going to lose a game? 
And it's it's like literally like the Colts game last year. Tampa. Um, I mean, I kind of felt that way in Miami this year. Um, I was like, they can win, but they might not. Again, it's survive in advance. It didn't look the way we wanted it to look, but, you know, we're still alive for another week. Uh, and, you know, it, we weren't the only team that had those kind of issues. So, you know, it's really easy to put this really critical lens on our own team that we don't necessarily place on other teams because we don't watch them as closely. So I'm not on board with the doomsday tweets. Like, you know, they're like they're screwed. You know, if they did this against Cincinnati, they get killed. And, uh, you know, if they did this against Cincinnati the way that Cincinnati played this last week, then that might have been a clunker game between two good teams that were not playing up to their own standards. So um, I think that Josh adapts to the game in front of him as well. You know, after that Steelers game, he knows that if a team is down in the secondary, then he can absolutely light them up at will. I mean, there are some throws that he's making that we just take for granted now because he's a freak. He's an alien. And I'm watching some of these replays and it's so effortless. And these are throws that we've never seen made in our entire life. Like just, uh, there was one throw that he just launched the, the throw to uh, the second catch from Shakir, you know, the one where he's diving backwards. The third and that 15. Ball had, yeah. Like very little. No, that was third and one. There. That was and, third and one. And Josh is just standing on his back foot and he looks like he tosses it up like a Nerf football. Yeah, it's, that was it's cool. insane. And then you think about the amount of effort that you would see coming from like, I don't know if it's Patrick where he looked like he threw his entire soul into every single throw and his arm, his shoulder was going to come out of socket just to get the ball. And it's just so effortless for Josh. So, you know, a little bit of that wrapped up in the uh, appreciation for that trying to overshadow any of the bad Josh decisions that we saw. Basically. The, uh, I was just talking about this with one of our staff at our school. She had a JP Lossman jersey on. She was like, it's so funny because she said I was at a game, but she said it was really warm at the game, but she didn't have a jersey, so she didn't know what to wear. And those old school, you know, those old school ones that have the, they're like the silky ones with the holes in them. So she's like, I got this one. But she's like, I've been told many times by many people that this player made me give up my season tickets. Like people got off, they, they gave them up because they had to watch JP Lawson. But on occasion, he retreated to a little flick of the wrist, 80-yard bomb to Lee Evans. And uh, we haven't seen that since then. But even on the first play of the game, Bills came out swinging. But, you know, everybody, we'll get into this a little bit more because I want your opinions on this because I think it's fascinating. But that third and one to Shakir, I was watching. They were coming at me. I was in the end zone. And I didn't see him open. I was like, why are you throwing this Josh? Why are you throwing this Josh? And, and Shakir made a play on the ball. I thought that was beautiful. And the way that Josh played this game, what do you what do you think? How do you think D- Miami called the defense of out? Oh, like, you know, the, the game plan for the defense on Josh? Because obviously it, it was chaos. But what do you think about it? Because some people are, they, they don't like the DC, but I think this game, I think it was an admirable strategy. Yeah, it seemed like at times the Miami front four definitely had their way with the offensive line of the Bills. I don't know if they're going to see a front four that's as good as the Dolphins' front four. Second, certainly, the, the Dolphins' secondary is not um, up to par with their front four. But yeah, no, it was certainly an interesting decision. I think this is what you were getting at, Brandon, that they do all-out pressure, cover zero against Josh. And uh, I don't think they did that again after he hit the bomb to Diggs in the beginning to kind of get them they, out of that. They did. No, they did a lot. They blitz. They did a lot. All if you look at all well, of Josh, I'm not talking about blitzing in generally. Like they definitely were bringing an extra guy on almost. It seemed like almost every play. I mean, like a full out cover zero look with only 
single press coverage on the outside. I, I'd have to go look. I would want to. I want to say that they might have done one safety a couple times to give a little bit of extra help, but there's a lot of plays that it looked like they brought the house. And the only reason I, I bring it up because you could say what you, I know you you had a funny tweet about Ken Dorsey's playbook, right? The vertices in the cut across the middle, but the, the under route underneath routes were there. I don't, I'm not going to hate on Dorsey for this. I just, I really think it was Josh's decision to do this because he has spent all year, dealing with double coverage on his best guys, double coverage on those shot passes. Nobody has allowed the bills to really bust the top off of their defense. And this dolphins game plan was designed for Josh to take these shots. Cause if you look even at his interceptions, they were thrown into single coverage guys. Like it was one-on-one routes and the, 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 the one to John Brown, it was just like a fluky, you know, that was Josh's errant directional throw on his accuracy. He should have thrown it to the other side. But then on the uh, on the other one, right, it, it was like, uh, what, what happened on the other pick? Well, it was off. Well, it was sort of off Beasley's hands, sort of deflected. One of the two, however you right. want to say it. Whatever. It was like a so, curl, I guess, in the flat. Yeah. So, I mean, you could say that Josh is, you know, he, he might have had one drop from four touchdowns. But Skylar Thompson is the same thing for Skylar Thompson. He's a couple drops away from going for 25 of 48, maybe 260 and another touchdown with the way Waddle and Hill, Hill played. But I, uh, I, I don't know. I like Josh's. It's just he, he was confident and he, he was taking what he thought he was going to need. And, and, and he probably hasn't seen these one on one matchups downfield too often this season. He's jumping the gun to try to take him. And that's what they wanted him to do. It always looks frustrating to see him take two vertical route shots to Gabe Davis when you're up and you just need to move the ball, run the clock, do that sort of thing. But if that's what the defense is giving you, you know, and you're Josh freaking Allen, I mean, he's hit that. I mean, obviously they didn't link up on that drive and they ended up punting after that. I think, you know, he had those checkdowns available, zero targets to, day, to uh, Singletary or cook on the day. So he was not taking the checkdowns. Um, and I don't know if, I don't think that's a Dorsey thing. I I think that those are there. He can take them if he wants to, but you know, he was gunslinger Josh. And uh, I think he knew that he could kind of get away with a certain margin of error against the dolphins. So I'll be interested to see if he plays that way against the Bengals or the way that the Bengals want to play him on defense. Do they do the, 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 the high shell and dare the bills to run? Or are you super aggressive in blitz because like Miami, because you know that you're going to need, at least a strip and give them credit. They got a strip sack and a defensive touchdown. They needed that. They had um, five fumbles, another one. five forced fumbles, two turnovers. The ball and was in jeopardy seven times. Yeah. Spencer That's Brown coming up big nuts. I think what is it? Start of the fourth quarter. Hopping on one. Yeah. 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 And not to mention, ball. I think there was a muffed punt by Naheem yeah. Hines too. So, you know, you clean that, you, you clean that stuff up. You're looking good, but, if you're the Bengals, I was thinking about this a lot today because you see this film on tape. You could do the two high shells, slow the game down, make them run. Or you have the offense where you could say, I'm going to do single high safety, press at the line of my corners, and I'm going to bet that I can get pressure for you to either rush the throw and go deep and maybe underthrow it like we saw Skylar Thompson do for the Bills to get an interception, right? We saw that. Um but you're hoping that maybe the that Josh goes deep, underthrows, something happens, or maybe his arm gets tipped at the line with the pressure, or you know you you get defensive ends on the ball. But you're hoping that disruption 
as well, you might hit a couple of those. He might hit two 40, 50, 60 yard throws, but your offense can overcome that by stealing those extra possessions because Miami stole possessions on us and Skylar Thompson didn't play well. But if you're giving the ball to chase Higgins and Burrow in those same situations, those field goals turn into touchdowns, those uh, you know, those drives stack up. They're not three and outs. And I, I don't know. I think it's an interesting way. We haven't seen a lot of teams play Josh Allen in this, in this way. And even on that play, the two routes to, to Diggs down the sidelines, he had a step on his guy. I remember watching it live and I probably wouldn't have noticed this, but I was watching it in the end zone. You can kind of see both ways, how the receivers are flashing open. And um, it was really interesting to see these guys. Shakur's catch was, was awesome on third down and even Diggs first play of the game. I just said that earlier, he was open too. And Josh just underthrew him. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen. Yeah, honestly, if, if we're predicting what the Bengals are going to do, I would guess that they wouldn't go with, I mean, maybe they mix in something like this, like a, a crazy pressure look, but I wouldn't expect that at all. I'd expect the shell. I'd expect what most defenses try to do to do to Josh Allen. I think that the Dolphins, I mean, that was kind of like a Hail Mary game plan um, for lack of a better term. It was a superhero game plan because you need, you needed something spectacular. So you were either going to get burned really bad constantly they had some big ones or you were going to get big plays in your direction too so you're kind of living and dying by turnovers they risked it for the biscuit man they wanted it exactly because you're not going to be able to your horses can't keep up with the bills offense if you're skylar thompson who by the way i i think he played a little bit better than i was comfortable with um you know he looked a little bit better against this Bills defense than I was comfortable with, but that's just nitpicking, really. You got the win. He I don't think it is. Stats. I don't think it is. It's not nitpicking because, like I said, if Waddle catches the ball, if Hill catches the ball, I want to say oh, Sherfield had a Jaylen drop. Jalen Waddle had three huge, three huge drops, dude. Think about it. His stats right. could balloon. Skylar Thompson could have thrown for 25, 26 of 48 for 300 yards and three touchdowns against us easily without a couple yeah. of, of interesting plays. And his... uh confidence seemed to grow. So I think this is going to do good things for him moving forward in his career, but it was very concerning. I thought even Kyrie Elam as when I was watching him play, I know everybody was, was raving about him. I didn't see anything totally flashy in person. I saw Skylar Thompson put a lot like Josh is good. The tool was good at it. Brady's pretty good at it. These quarterbacks that can place where the receiver catches their ball. If it's off to the side on a little quick out route, or if it's in stride on a in route, but it looked like Skylar Thompson was placing the ball on his open receivers, but not in a place that was like, you know, the next level of a quarterback throw the guy open. You're throwing to an open receiver. You're not making it easier for him to catch it with the defensive contact. And I think Kyrie Elam took advantage of that and really showed some some strong skills by able to get his hands on some balls, knock the ball to the ground and make contact on the receivers. But I thought that was an interesting note from uh, Skylar Thompson as well. I don't know if you guys were able to notice any of that. Yeah, honestly, the, the the moment that sticks with me for Skylar Thompson is, uh, you know, you're all like F Miami and you're like, you know, get him. And then they share the story on TV. Brandon, you weren't watching the broadcast. I heard about this. this. I heard about oh, his dad okay. coming to the game. Yeah. yeah so his dad yeah. drove all the way to the game and they tell this like really heart wrenching story because his mom died at a young age of cancer. Yep. And, and then you like, what am I supposed to do here? Like now I feel bad for this guy. And well, then they said it wasn't just his game. mom. 
You see, it wasn't just his mom. It was his, grandma, it was his grandpa. His grandpa as well. So oh, that's Scott right. Thompson same and his year. dad. Same year. Yeah, in the same year. And he was six years old. It's like, what do you do with a six-year-old kid by yourself now? It's like, well, oh, no. So he's his, like is, the biggest supporter. A, so that was a cool was, story. It was I weird that. rooting on the on the rest of that drive, you know, because I think they got a sack or something like that. I'm like, okay, let him down easy. Don't hurt him. You know, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 hard. You know, you you kind of forget that these are these are people out there. You know, I'm, I'm happy though that Skylar Thompson played well. I think he deserves, you know, if if not in Miami, a chance to have playing time somewhere else next year for sure. Yeah, I mean, if if you're him, you can't be ashamed of your day. You know, you can't no. go and say like I I didn't do what I could at that point. But on to Cincinnati, as Bill Belichick would say. How freaking scared are we, or are we just happy to be here at this point? Are you going to be you know, this season has high, you know, super high expectations. You know, if they play well and go out with a loss here, what's what's your reaction? So upset. Well, let me ask you boys. How do you do you <laughs> feel that we match up um, cornerback wise the same as um, perhaps Marlon Humphreys and Marcus Peters? Do you think that um, we have that elite talent in our no. two cornerback no, positions? Not. I mean... That was, that was my big a question. Year, a year from now, we might like with Trey White back up to all pro speed and Kyrie Elam with another year under his belt. But uh, I don't know if it's, I, I didn't watch, a, I didn't actually get to catch the entire Ravens Bengals game. So I don't know. Is that a team that usually pr- plays a lot of press man or are they yes. more zone heavy like the Bills? Because I think that it's a different animal when you're talking about corners in a, you, you know, if they're manned up and, you know, then you're really putting them on an island versus the Bills scheme is a little bit more friendly to that. But still, you need guys to make plays. And we saw Trey White get burned early in that Cincinnati game for, uh, you know, the first few drives that we saw. They're interesting because they also they also do a three, four defense, too, compared to us. So, you know, they're going to be different all over the place. Yeah. But yeah, no, Pat, I, maybe not. But again, I don't watch enough snaps out of from from all of these teams to say that definitively, but on paper, I would say probably not at this point. the The secondary overall might be a different story because are the the Ravens a little bit weak at safety? I can't remember because they've they gave up a lot of big games to players that this year. They got you know historically burned by the the Dolphins earlier this season. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, well, he's, he's a rookie. Oh, yeah, he's he's a rookie. Yeah, maybe he, his season has improved to the, this point. But did you guys did you guys catch the end of that Cincinnati Ravens game? Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're a Cincinnati fan, aren't you just waking up and and saying thank you that we actually won that game and yeah. that Greg Roman is <laughs> is uh you know someone Friend who's going to quarterback quarter, quarter, yeah <laughs> he's going to quarterback sneak from two yards out and uh, instead of giving the ball to uh, J.K. Dobbins. Did you see J.K. Dobbins' quote? I did. Yeah. He's like, you should never put my quarterback in that position. Give me the ball. I would have got it in. But and yeah. same thing. I don't know. They he also both, said if we had Lamar, we would have won. He came well, out and said he, that. He's right, probably. He's right. <laughs> um, and they just want his teammate to get paid. Let you know, sign him to his deal. But can, do you blame Lamar? I don't blame Lamar. RG3's tweet was great. You don't play with that messed up knee, especially with the way that those guys play quarterback, cutting, spitting, juking, accelerating. But these, both the Bengals and the bills got really lucky this weekend that they were able to make their mistakes, not play their best game because they're going to have tough week of film session. And they're going to 
they're not gonna hopefully not make these same mistakes that they had so i'm looking for this to be like one of you know a fantastic football game maybe something like last year's kansas city game both of these excellent teams didn't play their best game. How are they going to rebound? How are they going to fix it? If we're, if either one of us plays a different opponent, we probably both lose these games and somebody else is playing in the divisional round. But being able to squeak out these wins, fix the problems, hopefully make solutions, get a little creative, bring your best to the divisional round in Orchard Park next Sunday at 3 o'clock, right? They said. So. Yep, 3 p.m. Eastern. So uh, be there. I expect the best out of both of them. Yeah, Brandon. Hey, Brandon will be there, and yes. uh, hopefully, if Jacksonville, we will know Saturday night where the AFC Championship game will be held. As of now, if it's Kansas City Buffalo, it'll be in Atlanta. Um, but if it's Jacksonville Buffalo, it'll be in Orchard Park. So uh, we have that to look forward to. That would be cool. That would be very so, cool. Uh, anyway, we'll talk a little bit more about this matchup on our Friday episode because I'll I think we'll have some time to uh, to fit a couple things in there. We'll be talking bets. We'll be talking picks for this weekend. But let's let's get a break in here really quick, and uh, we'll we'll be back on the other side. We'll talk about our game picks really quick because I wanted to tell you guys something about the uh, some big news that is is riding on tonight's result of Monday Night Football. So we'll have that on the other side, and uh, close with Pat as well. So stick around. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. The NFL playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57. And for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot and an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg you add up to 100% boost. You can pick yards for Stefan Diggs, yards for Jamar Chase, yards for James Cook, yards for Devin Singletary. Look at the touchdowns for Josh Allen. Whatever you pick, stack them all together, get that boost, make your profits higher. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code NABP, standing for it. 
not another Buffalo podcast. New customers can bet just $5 on the NFL divisional round and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code NABP. Not another Buffalo podcast. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. It's time for the weekly Sabres update. I'm on a two game losing streak when I've been to the arena. Sabres suck again. This has been your weekly Sabres update. Yeah, it's been a rough couple of games here. It's unfortunate. They won in Nashville, though. I didn't go to the game because there's playoff football on. And um, this is embarrassing. I haven't been to a Sabres game before. And I'm not going to go to my first one in Nashville. I need to be in Buffalo for that. So So they played. They would have played. Also, it's expensive as hell to see a game in Nashville. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So they would have played Wednesday night in Buffalo. No, they would have played Thursday night in Buffalo and then Saturday in Nashville, Nashville. And then today. So I went to the game Thursday night, lost. I went to the game today, lost. And I got to tell you, man, can I vent about StubHub real quick? Bought these Brian Miller jersey retirement night tickets on StubHub in August. Paid $65 a piece for him, bought two. The seller just told me two days ago, he can't, a couple days ago, that he can't produce the tickets. Canceled my order. StubHub won't refund me any sort of tickets. The seller has since relisted the tickets for $260 a piece instead of the $67 that I paid for them. So now I have $170 that I paid as like a refund is what the only solution that they gave me. So I was able to buy one ticket for like... $190 $190 for Ryan Miller's Jersey retirement night. So I will be going to that on Thursday, oh. but stuff up. I don't like you. You're on my mean list. That would anger me quite a bit. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I had phone calls. I had emails. I had the only reason I got support was through Twitter. They, they messaged me on Twitter. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. There you go. You got to complain on Twitter. To Anyways, get it done. big week for Buffalo sports. <laughs> it Sabres. is. Holy cow. Yeah, Ryan yeah. Miller. What what night is that? Is that Thursday, Thursday Friday? Yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Yeah. So, yep, that'll be appointment television. Hopefully, they uh, get the ESPN broadcast on uh, early enough in the night where you, you might be able to see some of that stuff, but probably not. We'll see. Maybe maybe MSG. That'd probably be a better bet yes. to, to yes. do that than the ESPN Plus app, right? Yes. Cool. So, for you out-of-staters... If you uh, know somebody in Buffalo with a cable login who has MSG, that's probably the move. Schmandon in Buffalo. <laughs> Schmandon, Schmaber, Mass. <laughs> All right, so quick note on our game picks here. This this is very interesting. So hold on to your seats, guys. Uh, I don't know if you guys. I don't know if you guys are ready for this. So if if Tampa Bay wins tonight, Pat will be tied for first place. Oh. What would little John say? Yeah, yeah. So it's, a, it's an ass whooping right now, though. I don't okay. think they're coming back. Colors okay. are smashing them. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I think they're down 18 zip, though, at half. So we'll see. Take a look at that live bet if you believe Tom Brady's comeback. Anyway, Brandon, you are not far behind. You are only two wins back at this point. Cowboys win tonight. Who picked the Bucks? Both of y'all picked the Bucks. No, uh, Brandon, you and I picked Dallas. Brandon, or Pat took Tampa Bay. Okay. That's what it would take to be in first place. Little Tom Brady magic. <laughs> so also, Brandon, with your San Francisco minus nine and a half win uh, for your substitute pick, you successfully were the first person to go six and zero oh 
um, in a week this year. So uh, hey. wait, I thought I went six and zero. Was that was that last week? I mean, no, last Pat, year. You've I'm gone sorry. five and one a couple times this year. Must have been last year. I think you've you've gone five and one more than anybody else. I'm scrolling back here, or maybe that was last year. Anyway, Pat, this is really a, a comeback for the ages because Pat went. Pat had a stretch of games this season where he went 0 and 12. So, uh, Pat, you've yes. really to come back and be tied for first. I mean, you've been on a roll. So your last your last three weeks are five and one, four and one, and then pending this, um, you've got four wins so far, one loss, and uh, one pick in hand at this point. So, well, Brandon and I, no quitting these two dogs right here. Brandon first. Uh, Coming back, exactly. I'm starting Big to. Um, I'm starting to regret my Las Vegas uh, manifesting pick, but uh, no more room for error. All the all the way out. So uh, should we do? Uh, should we week. do spread and team the rest of the way out? Uh, we could do spread the rest of the rest of the way out. No, um, do the two we'll two have... picks. Each game is two picks or two points. That would make it. Oh, spread and money line. Yeah. Interesting. I'd, I'd be to down get for more, that. Just to get more numbers up on the board. Yeah, well, the the trailing person wants more games in hand, right? You, you hey, gotta, after today, it'll be one game because Tampa's about to lose. I, uh, I it'll still be that. two games because we both have Dallas. But well, for Pat, right? Right. That'll be right. Yeah. yeah. But so. speaking of Pat, do you got some? Uh, you got some quotes for us from this weekend? I do. I got some quotes. It's time for quotes with Pat. They're things that people said. When asked about a penalty that happened during the game, he said, I didn't like that penalty. Our guys will be fine. It's going to be a hard fought game. We'll just see how the game goes. Okay. Thanks. Oh, I, I heard this live. Uh, it was John Harbaugh asked about when uh, Taylor, Hunt, Taylor Huntley may or may not come out of the game for their other backup quarterback, right? Yes. Yes. yes, that was it, he, that he was answered. Funny. He answered a two-parter. Yeah, the first part was in, in regards to the penalty, and I, d- I did like how he said, "Okay, thanks. We'll just we'll just see how the game goes." I feel like that's um. He was not having it, and he um, smiled. <laughs> he was so professional about the whole thing. He's like, F- "You, I want to go, but I'm going to smile and I'm going to be a class act." <laughs> and then I saw people giving him heat for it, and it's like, "Well, he what are you just? He's just going to break down the entire game plan in front of the entire nation and tell him what's going on." I know. I but, don't know what people want out of these in-game yeah. head coach interviews. It's it's like you can tell they're just like, "I gotta go. I'm thinking about this. I'm trying to make this adjustment." And you know, you know, they're sitting like, "Coach, what what does it mean to be up three points right now?" <laughs> it means we offense. got means we got 42 <laughs> minutes to go to to get up by more than they're going to be up by at the end of the game. Yeah, we'd like to score more points than them in the second yeah. half. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye. But all right, Pat, what else you got for us? All right, and my next one here. You got to love being in games like this. And if you don't, this league, this sport, isn't the place for you. Hmm. I'm going to read it one more time, boys. Just for dramatic effect. You got to love being in games like this. And if you don't, this league, this sport, this isn't the place for you. Brian Dable on the Giants win. No, it was a good guess, though. Trevor Lawrence on the Jags win. It was said yesterday. Brandon Staley. Or Actually, hold on. Let me show you. It might have been a quote that was said on Friday. Um, it was before the game this person played and actually happened. Oh. Um, okay. So pregame interview. Let's think. 
Uh, Mike McDaniel? Not quite. No. Mike McDaniel, by the way, has some of the weird... Like, we were just talking about the weird in-game, like, interviews of coaches after the quarters. Mike McDaniel has some of the weirdest out of any of them. Like, Interesting. I, I don't know. I, Brandon, you didn't get a chance to watch them. No, I didn't see it. Because yeah. you, were, you were in the stadium, but... uh yeah, I don't know. These ones at the Bills Stadium, I don't know if he's been cold, um, but the, the words he's been saying are not completely coherent. So uh, anyway, I know that those interviews can just be awkward for coaches. Um, too, so um, the, the coach of this man is also named Mike, though. OK. Ezekiel Elliott. Close, close. Tony Pollard. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott, ding, ding, ding. Nice. There's a, he did Wait, a whole, it was Mike McCarthy. Sung, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> the wrong no, he did a whole piece about, um, he, he was confronted about his uh, playoff loss record. Um, Which is bad know. if anybody was wondering. Yeah. I believe, what is he, 0-3? Um, so I want to say he yeah, got a win. D- Dallas hasn't won a road playoff game in 30 years, I think I saw it today. He might have so a win. We'll I'm, I'm trying to remember because that San Francisco game might have been a divisional game. Now I am curious. He's one and three in the playoffs. It's one and three. Yeah. All right. But yeah, he was, he was rather intense in that interview. He beat Seattle in the wild card round. Lost Lit. to the Rams, the Niners, and the Packers. Six Lit. touchdowns, Lit. three interceptions, 1,048 yards, 87 QB rating. Not the best. Not the best. Well, we'll see. I'm pulling for him, even though it would mess up my picks, but... <laughs> yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for this one. You guys know where to find us on Twitter at Nutbuff Podcast. Send us your thoughts. We still we've been talking about doing a Twitter space and we still haven't. So uh, I dude, I was thinking yeah, about I, it. I guess all that's Saturday. that's a good thing probably because I would have shared all seven of my parlays that were Fail. analytics based and Fail. straight fire, and then Fail. all of them were so close. I mean, like one yard short on some of these. It was it was ridiculous. It was it was brutal. I was uh TJ Hawkinson touchdown away from two K. So uh Yo, that one one hurts a little bit, but that's all right. That's all right. We'll get it. We'll get it tonight. We'll see how it goes. uh, I'm already hitting myself because I almost pressed the bet button on Dalton Schultz, two plus TDs. I had a feeling. And when he scores, he usually scores twice. Yeah. And he's already scored two touchdowns. I I should have done it. It was plus 1600. Anyway. All right. We'll be back on Friday with game picks, Brando's bets and, uh, you know, segment mania pretty much at this point so uh we'll see you boys then go bills, go bills. all right go bills Support for this show comes from Vanta. Dealing with loads of spreadsheets, juggling different tools, and having to do manual security checks, it can be a headache to keep up with today's compliance and security programs. Vanta is the trust management platform that wants to simplify things and bring all your trust-building efforts under one roof, making growth smoother for your whole organization. Vanta lets you automate up to 90% of compliance for SOC 2, ISO 27001, HIPAA, and more strengthen security posture and reduce third-party risk get one thousand dollars off vanta when you go to vanta.com slash vox that's v-a-n-t-a.com slash vox for one thousand dollars off vanta 
first thing in the morning, as soon as you wake up, the to-do list starts. Does the car need gas? Hopefully those leftovers are still good. Why did I get CC'd on home mom? No. You can't escape the to-do list, but you can make the most of your me time with a relaxing shower using Method Hair Care products. Try Pure Peace Volumizing, Simply Nourish Moisturizing, or Daily Zen Shampoo and Conditioner for daily use. All formulated with long-lasting fragrances and are safe for color-treated hair. Reconnect with the best version of yourself. Visit methodproducts.com to unleash your inner shower.